Good morning, and welcome back to our conversation together about our desire this Christmas for it to be the best Christmas that we've ever had. And we have had the courage to imagine what life would look like if God could wipe the slate clean. What would life look like if he could wipe away the sins of our past? And if that is not only possibility, but something that God desires for our lives, then how might we, this Advent, prepare in such a way that our lives can be transformed on Christmas and the slate could be clean as we move into a new year? And for that, we've learned much from the scriptures, from the Bible, from the Gospel of Luke and the story of the prodigal son. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week, we looked at the son and we came to understand some of the personal interior dynamics within the son, which then brought us to Thursday, where we shifted our attention to the father. And we talked on Thursday about how the father saw the son long before the son saw the father. And today, I want to encourage us to maybe go deeper into that by acknowledging that the father saw the son differently than the son feared. We say that again, right? The father saw the son differently than the son feared. The prodigal son, as he's coming home, he he's looking at himself in such a way that he not only fears that his father's not going to forgive him, but he's even prepared to tell his father to treat him as he treats one of his slaves. And in a, in a way, He's, he's afraid that his father's going to no longer see him as his son, but only as a sinner. He's afraid that the father's not going to see him as a son. He's afraid that the father's only going to see him as a sinner. And that is, I think, a real common dynamic in a lot of us. One of the reasons why we might either resist having the slate cleaned or run away from that process or not even ask for it. It's because I wonder how many of us, when we think about our past, don't see ourselves as the son or daughter because we only see ourselves as a sinner. That's how the son felt as he was coming home. He no longer felt worthy to be called his son. He was prepared to be called a slave. And I just wonder how many of us, if we look deep inside our hearts, maybe just some of us, I wonder if we actually do see ourselves the way God sees us, or we may be afraid to ask God how he sees us. It's one thing I think for us to, as we did on Thursday, consider that the Father sees us first. But that's a whole other thing to ask ourselves, how does the Father see us? I was with a family just a few nights ago, and I think you can learn a lot about life if you just kind of pay attention to kids. And I was watching just the the joy and laughter and the mischievous nature inside this little, little, little bitty boy, little baby boy. And he was doing something that he knew his mom and dad uh, were not going to let him do or want him to do. And it wasn't a big deal. It was just kind of chuckling inside my heart. 
But as his mother and father appropriately uh, drew it to his attention and corrected him, he, he kind of hid his face. He didn't want to look at him. He knew that he was being corrected and he knew that he was doing something wrong. And just instinctively, he didn't want to look at his parents. I think about Genesis chapter 3, which is the fall and the story of original sin. I think about the first question that God asks humanity. And certainly the way that the conversation begins in Genesis chapter 3, right? God says, where are you? It's the first time that Adam and Eve hide from God. First time that humanity hides from God. I think one of the reasons why we hide, one of the reasons why we don't want to look, is because a lot of us, underneath all the emotions, and it may be hidden to a lot of us, we don't want to look at ourselves because We don't like the way we see ourselves and we don't want to look at God because we are afraid that our deepest fears would be confirmed that that's how God sees us. So here's good news. Here's the good news about this God who wipes the the slate clean. He doesn't look at us through our eyes. Our eyes are fallen, you know, Genesis chapter 3, the fall, right? We still live in a fallen world. Our eyes, the way we see ourselves, it's through the lens of the fall. We have our own expectations and mistakes, and we don't have the capacity to love the way that God loves. And when God sees us, he doesn't see us through our eyes. He sees us through his. And there's nothing but mercy. There's nothing but mercy. Listen to me this morning. Listen to my voice. There is nothing but mercy in the eyes of the Father. Luke 15, chapter two, uh, verse 20 says that the Father saw his Son with compassion. And so I just think you can meditate on that the rest of your life. But please, God, may I invite us to meditate on that for the rest of Advent. You are not a sinner. You are his son or his daughter. That's who you are, and that's how he sees you. And please, God, may we have the courage today, if we struggle in fear with the way that he might see us, that we actually might ask him how he actually sees us. The father saw the son differently than he saw himself. And perhaps we might today have the courage to ask the Father, how do you see me when you see me? God bless you.